Parents will have to pay their son after destroying a $25,000 pornography stash. The video game Cyberpunk 2077 has way too many dildos. And Canadian health officials say people are growing way too much pot at home. These are the weird stories for Monday on what, 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 weird AF, wicked, wicked news. (laughs) This is the only daily weird news podcast recorded in a closet. That's the wall that's right next to my face. I'm Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I'm a comedian in Los Angeles. I'm happy to host Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast that we have, I think. Parents must pay after destroying their son's $25,000 pornography stash. A federal judge has ruled that a man who sued his parents for getting rid of his pornography collection in western Michigan can seek compensation. Federal Judge Maloney ruled in favor of David working this week. David is the son. They say that David's parents, Paul and Beth, destroyed his collection of DVDs and VHS and other pornographic materials back in 2018. Did it take two years for this to go to trial? This is a lot of work over a lost pornography collection, but it is worth $25,000. I don't know how it's worth $25,000. Last I checked, VHS tapes were, well, they were fit for the bin. (laughs) Last I checked, they were fit to be thrown away. Who cares about VHS tapes and DVDs? How do you even play these things? I don't even know. This seems like some sort of alien technology to me now. If you gave me a DVD, I would not know what to do with it. If you gave me a VHS tape, I would laugh in your face. But apparently this is worth $25,000 to somebody. I don't know who. I mean, porn is free, right? Last I checked, it's now free. I don't know who's going to be shelling out tens of thousands of dollars now for DVDs, VHS tapes that you have to rewind to see the scene again. I'm going to rewind my porn. What is that all about? That's a boner destroyer right there. Rewinding your porn. Yeah, that's not going to get you anywhere. Does he have magazines as well? It doesn't say. I'm curious. It says pornographic materials. It doesn't say magazines. My guess is he has a few of those too because he's clearly a weirdo. Maybe I'm too quick to judge on the uselessness of the DVDs and VHS tapes. Maybe David Working was saving up all of this stuff to open a porn museum one day. Charge admission. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else you would do with this stuff. According to the media, David's original lawsuit against his parents was filed in 2019. He claims that they destroyed a large amount of pornography that he left behind when he moved out of their house at the, quote, request of local law enforcement. Wait, he was asked to move out of his parents' house at the request of local law enforcement? What did he do wrong that he was asked to move out of his parents' house? Did he have too much porn? (laughs) They called the police. Look at officer... We are up to our eyeballs in pornographic VHS tapes and DVDs. I mean, they're in every room stacked to the ceiling. I mean, there's got to be tens of thousands of dollars of VHS tapes and DVDs in our house. Can you please get this creepy son of ours out? I mean, we just can't live like this anymore. I can't even watch. There's not enough time in my life to watch all the hours of porn that we have in our house. It's just a daunting task to look at it and to watch it. I just can't handle it. Next thing you know, he's ordered to leave the house. I mean, he did something to his parents where he was forced to leave the house, which leads me to believe that he's a wayward son of some sort.
You know, not just the fact that he owns all this porn. You got to be a weirdo to have all this porn. You really do. There's got to be something off about you. But he must have done something to the parents in addition to this, is my guess. And therefore, shouldn't be allowed to sue his parents over this pornography stash. He did something, and they were like, get out. And by the way, we're getting rid of all this porn because we need to actually move about the house. But we can't. There's stacks of VHS tapes, okay? I can't even go to the kitchen to make my coffee. I can't find the coffee pot behind all the pornographic DVDs, okay? I'm sick of looking at (laughs) Ron Jeremy's face. (laughs) It says here the son David lived in their home for only 10 months after a divorce. Oh, I wonder what was the cause of the divorce. Probably the pornographic collection. I would guess you can't be married and have $25,000 worth of pornography. It's just not going to work out. I mean, you'd have to have a very lenient spouse for that to work out, is my guess. Even if you have a man cave, you can't fit this much porn in a man cave unless your man cave has got seven rooms. If your man cave is like a storage facility, a separate floor or a bunker, maybe Maybe you got a porn bunker and you can keep it there and your your spouse will never see it. But you can't just have this and keep a marriage together. You just cannot. This guy's upsetting people everywhere he goes, which makes me upset that the judge ruled in favor of this maniac. Oh, we got some numbers here. Good numbers. It's over 1,600 titles of DVDs and VHS tapes. 1,600? These things are big, these VHS tapes. Do you guys remember them? They're pretty big. 1,600 would take up a whole floor. I would imagine it's you can't you can't contain that in just one garage. It also says he has 50 plus sex toys and paraphernalia. I don't know what paraphernalia could be, but 50 sex toys for a a single man in his 40s. This is just unacceptable. This guy's a weirdo. Clearly, he's got issues. Okay, does his therapist know about the 1600 pornographic VHS tapes that he has stored and the 50 plus plus sex toys? Does the therapist know about this? Does the judge know about this too? Well, the judge obviously knows, but still ruled that this is okay behavior. I don't know in what world the judge thinks this is okay behavior. It says here the original value was $29,000. This guy claims that some of these items are irreplaceable. (laughs) Really? What, your dildo from 1982 is irreplaceable? Is that what's going on? The poor father is quoted as saying, You know, I really thought I did my son a big favor by getting rid of all that stuff. It was costly. (laughs) The poor guy. Oh, man. He thought he was doing his son a favor, helping him out. Nope, not at all. Little do you know, sir, your, your son's problems run deep. And this was after apparently he asked his parents to transport the collection from Michigan to Indiana. They weren't willing to. You were asked to leave their house by law enforcement for some reason. It's still in the dark as far as we know. We can only imagine what that would be. I mean, you're probably using your sex toys in the middle of the kitchen is probably what you were doing and your parents had enough of it. Then you had the gall to ask your parents to transport your 1600 VHS tape collection to Indiana for you. This is like the worst son in history. Unbelievable. The parents, it says, were uncomfortable with all of this in their home, and that's why they got rid of it. Unfortunately, the judge doesn't like the parents, supported the kid, said there is no question that the property belonged to Mr. Working and that his parents had no right to destroy it. I don't know where this judge comes from. I mean, it's one thing to have property. It's another thing to have just dysfunctional property. You know, it's like if you have 400 cats, okay, 
Yeah, that's your the cats are your property, okay? But if I'm your landlord and you have 400 cats, I'm chucking the cats, okay? The cats are gone, bro. They're gone. You're not having 400 cats on my property. Whether it's your property or not, the cats, I don't care. This, it's not acceptable to have this much cat in one place, even in one zip code, really. And it's not acceptable to have this much porn in one zip code. I mean, not, not in the physical state. The video game Cyberpunk 2077 has way too many dildos. <laughs> That's a strange title, but this is legit. I don't know why there are dildos in a video game. Uh, this is sort of related to the previous story. We're dealing with sex toys and pornography. I thought I would just keep to the theme. Uh, it says here, it's no secret that Cyberpunk 2077 is a game that features sex. Uh, the world of Night City is filled with sex shops, different kinds of sex workers, different ways to get off. It's also filled with dildos. Maybe too many dildos. Now, I watched a preview for this game. It looks incredible. It looks like Grand Theft Auto, but set in the future. A, cyber, a cyberpunk environment. It looks like a lot of fun. Just watching the preview, uh, I was unaware of the dildo situation. It's out of control, obviously. I don't know why. Let's get into the story here. It was written by a gamer. By the way, I've never done a gaming story on Weird AF News, I don't think. This must be the first one. Because I'm not a big gamer. I don't know enough about it. But the title of this was so strange, I had to dive in. I used to play. I used to have an Xbox 360 back in the day. Oh, man, did I play for days. Oh, Jonesy, you should have seen my coffee table at that point. I mean, just so much weed and monster energy drinks. It was, it was uh, I mean, it was debauchery. Debauchery on a whole new level. I'm not proud of it. I am not proud of it, you know. When video games started uh, keeping records of the amount of time that you spent playing it, that's when I had to stop. I would look, I'd be like, oh my goodness, 1,400 hours of gaming I've done this year? <laughs> Whatever it was, I had to get rid of it. This game looks so cool, though, that it made me want to get a PS5, but I don't want to kill somebody for a PS5, which is what you have to do to get one right now. And I don't want to kill somebody at Christmas, okay? Nor should you, nor should you. Now, the author of this article, as I said, is a gamer. They're pretty shocked at the sheer amount of dildos that appear to spawn around the map. That means they appear as loot around the map. I don't know why dildos would appear as loot. You know, my definition of loot has always been like, you know, money, treasures, gold, that sort of thing. Extra ammo, that's pretty good loot. Maybe a, a weapon upgrade. But for whatever reason in this game, dildos are... Considered loot. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what you're using the dildos dildos for in this game. Um, the team says that uh, they're working on it, basically. <laughs> they said people have noticed that the number of dildos spawning is just, uh, just on the side of the street is a lot. And they're trying to fix this and adjust this number. They are tweaking the settings so that dildos don't spawn as much in the random loot. They said the amount of dildos in the game world was pretty high. We're going to adjust them so that the dildos don't appear too much out of place or context. And, you know, and therefore they're not distracting. They're going to appear where they should be by design. I don't know where dildos should be appearing. It seems to me that your dildos should be relegated to an in-game sex shop or a, or a marketplace of some sort. You know, uh, why they're just appearing around the game. 
I mean, is it is it a go to weapon in the game? Are the dildo the dildos have some sort of superpowers? You could kill someone with a dildo. Do they shoot bullets and lasers? I don't know. It's the future. Maybe in the future, twenty seventy seven dildos can shoot lasers, and you can take down your foe with a with a proper dildo weapon. But if they're just going to act as dildos, I don't know why they have to be everywhere in the video game appearing as loot. It seems strange to me. But then again, I've never designed a game before. I don't know. What do I know about game design? It says here, Cyberpunk 2077 is a huge game. It's accompanied by a massive pool of collectibles and accessories and merch for everyone from hardcore collectors to dabbling fans. And then it links to some merch, and I clicked on it. And you can actually get a Cyberpunk 2077 dildo if you'd like. I mean, I don't know why kids would want that. Canadian health regulators say people are growing way too much pot at home in Canada. Yeah, Canadian potheads, them's my people. Canadians really, you guys have it going on. You're growing marijuana at home. Of course you are, Canada, you're awesome. Big shout out to all my Canadian listeners and my Canadian listeners specifically who have sent me some Canadian delicacies. I'm talking to you, Alex Pearson. Uh, By the way, I tried the ketchup chips, phenomenal. And I put that video up on the Patreon if you guys would like to see my my reaction to ketchup chips from Canada. What I really need is some Canadian homegrown before I eat those ketchup chips. You know what I'm talking about, Canada. Uh, I'm going to read this article as a stoner. Canadian health regulators raised concerns about the large quantity of medical marijuana people were growing at home, man. Oh, wow, man. The data shows a significant jump in the daily average pot production permitted by the healthcare practitioners, bro. Whoa, it's just going up, man. Significantly. <laughs> well, the practitioners, practitioners allow registered patients to grow limited amounts at home for personal use, man. Their findings show such authorizations rose. They rose to a staggering 36 grams by the end of March, man. That's compared to 25 grams in October of 2018. Whoo, I'm doing the math, man. That's like an extra 11 grams a month, man. That's, that's a lot. That's 11 grams. That's, that's like another friend getting high with you, man. Yeah, you know how it is, man. And I'm going to tell you, man, health officials are very concerned in Canada, man. It says here... You know, with no concrete limits on personal production, Health Canada is facing rising pressure to tackle the perceived abuse of this home grow program. Hey, man, I don't see it as abuse, bro. Okay, all right? It's just 36 grams, man. Come on, man. It's not that big of a deal, man. Let them grow at home, man. It's not a big... Nobody's died of weed, man. God put this here on the earth for you and me to enjoy, man. God wants you to be high. That's why God brought it to Canada, man. You know? And God brought electricity to Canada so you can grow it in your house, man. Hydroponics are cool, man. We can all agree. Right, man? Whoa, man. We got some cool data. Uh, 43,211 individuals were allowed to grow marijuana for their own personal medical use by the end of September. Wow, man. 
43,000 homes in Canada. I thought there was only like 4,000 homes in Canada. Man, this is crazy. I didn't even know there's this many people in Canada. 377,000 clients are registered as patients in the Medical Marijuana Canadian Program. Man, I didn't even know there was this many people in Canada, man. I had no idea. That's like, that blows my mind, man. Wow, I thought there was like 77 people in Canada, man. All of them get high and play hockey. <laughs> well, guys, 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 I, I, as as you know, I'm really concerned with my Canadian friends and, and family up there, man. So listen, I just want to help you out, all right? So if you're growing, if you're growing at home, man, and you got too much on your hands, man, and you think you might be at risk to getting busted, you know, just send them to me, man. Just send the extra grams down to me, man. I know what to do with it, all right? And it's not about me getting these extra grams of Canadian grown, you know, goodness. It's about me saving you from a prison sentence, man. I care about you guys. You can't listen to the podcast from a Canadian jail, man. All right? So just hit me up and send me the grams, man. All right? Don't get caught out there with them extra grams. And, you know, have yourself a holly, jolly, holly, high Christmas, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, I got boogers, guys. I got boogers. Oh, man. Look at, look at People get boogers, okay? It's just part of life. You just got to deal with the boogers. I got a nice review as well as my boogers <laughs> from Mary Corcus from the United States. Five stars. She wrote, he's in the closet and probably won't come out anytime soon. Absolutely love this guy. I added Weird AF News to my Google Home morning routine about a year ago. I've listened to him every morning. He's never disappointed. This show is a pleasant distraction from all the depressing news. Listening to Jonesy is like having a friend catch you up on all the crazies. And, of course, I have to mention the Florida Fridays, the best way to end the week. Uh, although I listen to it on Monday. It makes Monday mornings a little more tolerable. You're doing great, my friend. I hope you can get back on the stage sooner than later. Wow, that was an, a tremendous review. There was a lot of great stuff in there. Wishing that I get on stage soon. That was really sweet of you. And uh, telling me that I've never disappointed. I, I feel like I have. I must have disappointed at some point. I mean, there's, a, there's been a few stinkers and clunkers. There has to be. Nobody's perfect. But I give it my all. I really, really do. And I appreciate the review, Mary. It's, it's great. Um, so I, I just love getting some re some reviews. I have another one, too, that I'd like to read from far, far away. Where is it here? This is someone from South Africa. Isn't that incredible that I have listeners in South Africa? I never would have guessed that I'd have a listener in South Africa. I probably have two. Maybe there's two. You guys, I'm coming to South Africa, okay? I'm going to crash on your couch, and we're going to make it. We're going to make it work. I got five stars from Katie33. Is it Sadie? Katie? I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's C-A-Y-D-E-33. Uh, five stars. Amazing, it says. Hey, Jonesy, just wanted to say how much I love the content that you keep pulling out. It is really funny and entertaining, even all the way back here in South Africa. Keep it up and good luck for the future. Katie, or Cade, uh, and some smiley faces. Wow, what a tremendous message. Thank you so much, Cade. This is this is very touching to know that I have someone listening all the way in South Africa. I don't even know how you found me, but I'm so grateful that you did. And I'm really grateful for the review as well. Um, I'm happy to be entertaining people all over the globe. You know, I never thought I, that would be possible. You know, when you do stand up comedy, you're like, you're happy to just be entertaining like 120 people in a, in a comedy club setting. And you're like, Oh yeah, I really touched some people tonight. Never in my wildest dreams that I think I'd be entertaining people all the way 
on another continent like you know in Africa it's just unbelievable to me amazing technology just amazing it's uh yeah man it's really opened up a world of opportunity for me uh I'd be curious to know how you found my podcast over there that's so cool it's so cool uh please write again Cade or Katie, and stay in touch with me. And thanks again for the review. I appreciate that so much. Uh, I have some other people that I would like to thank because who else here? Let me see here. Oh, uh, Terry Lamar sent me a Christmas gift to my PayPal account. Ooh, a cash Christmas gift. Terry Lynn, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Um, She wished me a Merry Christmas as well. She sends me a Christmas gift every year, and I'm so grateful. I'm so appreciative. Big shout out to you, Terry. Terry Lynn, a big OG fan, longtime listener of the show. Much, much love. Also want to give some love to Kelly Dunn, who sent me a little care package with a couple of masks. Oh, yeah. One of the masks has Christmas trees on it. Oh, and the other mask is red. And I'm going to be wearing that on Christmas Day for sure. And she also sent me a gift certificate to Panera, one of my favorite places. Oh, my God. Have you been to Panera? Man, Panera is great. I like to get the soup and half a sandwich combo. Oh, banging. So many choices of soup. So many choices of half of sandwiches. <laughs> Just such a great thing. I really like Panera. Thank you, Kelly Dunn, so much. Um, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Happy holidays. And last but not least, we have some new Patreon members. Yes, three new patrons over the weekend that I want to give love to. Uh, Kanoa Spencer. Kenoa is a longtime listener, supporter of the show. Kenoa lives in, uh, are you, you're in Arizona, correct, buddy? Arizona, right? Outside Phoenix? I remember. I think I'm right about that because I remember we were chatting when I was in Arizona on lockdown. Um, uh, Kenoa joins the Patreon, and I'm so grateful. Also, someone named Grant Brown, uh, which, is, which is a great name, Grant Brown, super it's the name of a general, I'd imagine. You sound like a general. Yeah, general Grant Brown. Yes, we, we await your orders, sir. Grant Brown joins the Patreon as well. Super cool. Grant, uh, enjoy the extra content in the Patreon. I posted something yesterday. It was a reaction video. I alluded to it earlier in the show. Please enjoy that. Also, Charles P. Paxton, big OG fan of Weird AF News, longtime listener and supporter of the show. Big shout out to Charles. Um, I'm always grateful to hear from Charles, who sends me periodic emails and updates. Um, I'm glad you're back on track, Charles. I wish you a wonderful holiday and the best of health. Please be safe, my friend. And thank you once again for rejoining the Patreon. I so appreciate it, Charles. Please enjoy the extra content in the Patreon. There's some funny shit in there. You guys will enjoy it. And I'm, and I'm about to record a very offensive Christmas song and put that in there. So that'll be fun. <laughs> my career's over. Uh, what else? I want to thank everyone who submitted Florida Friday articles and articles over the weekend just reached out to me. Super cool. We got some phone calls by the angry Florida man that I'm going to publish now. If you'd like to join the Patreon, you know how to do it. Go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. Uh, You can email the show funnyjones at gmail.com and call 646-450-2012 if you'd like to leave an opinion on one of the stories of today or any other day. Take care, guys. Yay! Well, hell, season's greetings, people. This is the angry Florida man just checking in here. I missed the load last week. I was I was training a new a new victim uh, in in the bread game. You know, uh, can't be can't be gabbing on the phone when when I'm up to trying to teach a young buck on how to sling bread. So I apologize that to everybody. But I wanted to get back to Jonesy uh, in regards to the uh, the situation there at the Disney World. Disney World, you got a lot of explaining to do because I for one 
I'm a Bush Gardens man. Everyone knows that. And we wear full cage masks. Cage masks wrapping saran wrap. You know what I'm saying there, Josie? They don't just let you in there to drink beer and ride roller coasters. Well, actually, that is what they'd bring you in there to do. But they are very, very, very keen on how they take care of their people. Anyway, Josie, I, I'm going I'm to listen to the, to, the, to, the, to the episode today. And I'm, I'm going to get back to you. Hey, Jonesy, if I was a young man and I was out there and someone took advantage of my tab, was out there putting putting drinks on my bill, and, and, and <clears throat> I'd say pinch my nipples. This, I must be having a nightmare. Wake me up. Okay. <laughs>